as all good shows finish off with a bit of light-hearted humour and um, it's just great that we get comedian, author and all-round superstar Melbourne supporter Titus O'Reilly joining us. G'day, Titus. Oh, good to be with you. Oh, thank you for joining us, mate. How are you preparing for grand final? I mean, it's just amazing the D's are there. Well, I'm I'm still getting used to it. It feels surreal. And I, I must admit, when we had the earthquake this morning, I was... Uh, <laughs> Up on the third level of my house, being a Melbourne supporter, you know, you have to have three levels. <laughs> and it re- so because I was high up, it was really swaying. And the first thought went through my head as it was happening, and I realised it was an earthquake, was, oh, I'm never going to live to see a Melbourne premiership. <laughs> that was my first thought. My second thought was, should I check on the family? Uh, <laughs> that tells you a lot about my mindset at the moment. Titus, just on that the earthquake this morning and you know I'm a careful texter and I'm, I try and be funny when you went to uh, your socials after it how long did it take you to get something out or was it the first thing to come to your head or are you script, a bit more scripted or <laughs> no I did I, I, think I, I think I did a tweet saying I can't remember exactly but it was something like I, I think I preferred it when we didn't have global pandemics, rights in the streets and earthquakes. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's right. And, no, people sometimes say to me when I do a tweet, they go, oh, how long have you been sitting on that one? But the, <laughs> the secret is I always come up with them on the moment, which is probably why some of them are not very good. But um, I've found if you ever kind of like try and plan ahead, it kind of either jinxes it. So if you're like, you know, right in the first quarter, a, a tweet about Melbourne winning, they're going to lose. So I don't want to do that. Yeah. Or it never really works as well. So the trick's just to do it in the moment, is what I've learned over the years. Well, that's it. I mean, you, you, one of your tweets you sent uh, was, uh, people are getting, uh, aren't getting uh, the seriousness of this. I could have been very, very lightly bruised. I just want to make sure, are you OK? Yeah, well, uh, I've got, like, uh, this like balcony area and the next-door neighbour's chimney fell onto it. And there was, like, <laughs> one brick that just fallen and... So I thought it, it, it was like you could tell there'd been some disturbance, but it wasn't exactly going to kill me. It was one, it was like half a brick had fallen. But God, it was, you know, my life flashed before my eyes. But unfortunately, it was over so quickly. It ended in the Mark Neild era. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure whether to believe you. I read your, read your uh, bio on um, on Google. And you've been you've been everywhere and everything. It was a good laugh, but yeah. Well, it's, it's absolutely true because it's on the internet. So. It must be. <laughs> uh, how come? How come we didn't see a? Um, you know, we had a, a, a great read from you earlier in the year of a uh, Nathan Jones is the the greatest man alive or something. Yes, he's the greatest person that's ever lived. I think was the yeah the yeah. column. How yeah. come we didn't get a Max Gorn one after the prelim? Well, he hasn't won a premiership yet, so, you know, you got to... Keep the I lid mean, on. Yeah, keep the lid on it. But, I mean, Nathan Jones, I, I think the best description I've ever had of him is he's the guy that was trapped in the worst group assignment in the history of time. You know, like... <laughs> you know, like, Gordon's had a chance... Like, if you could have picked the worst time to be a 300-gamer at any club, <laughs> Melbourne in the years that Nathan Jones was there would have to be pretty far the worst and then the idea that like within a, a week of him retiring they could win a premiership mm. and so they do you, 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 I mean what are the bad luck and any Melbourne supporter knows no one's done more to keep that club going and and been through it all than Nathan Jones so you know seeing it close up 
you can't not love the bloke because it's been absolutely amazing. And if Footy had any sentiment, uh, he would have been he would have been playing on the weekend, but unfortunately, it doesn't. Now we're on community radio here. I have heard you on some of our uh, bigger stations, especially around the four o'clock time with uh, Mr. Malloy. But and he he would sort of lead you into something. So I'm going to have a crack here. Is there anything else? that uh, you're seeing that's not sort of AFL, anything else taking your fancy over the, the last little while? Well, I mean, I'm enjoying the protests. I think they're the, it's the, uh, you know, I don't like this new version of the grand final parade. It's been <laughs> than other years. <laughs> so I did see, you know, like, I do love all the people talking about putting stuff into their bodies and, they're, they're, you know, they're worried about it. And it's the guys I see drinking five cans of Jim Beam and, you know, <laughs> pack of cigarettes every Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. That worked. Now, yeah, absolutely. Now go you can ask me anything. I won't necessarily know the answer, but I'll make it up because, you know, that's what you do. <laughs> can you actually believe, like, it's Melbourne in this grand final? I mean, you're like me who's followed this group and this club your whole life and you've just gone through those bad times and, and how horrendous they were. Like, does it, do you pinch yourself this week to know that they're actually there and competing and, if not, favourites? And if you t- listen well, to Can Randy, you calm him down a little bit listen too? Listen to David <laughs> Schwartz, they're going to win by seven goals. I mean, uh, can you believe this? Well, no, I mean, it's, it's sort of all been a bit... I have waves of being very nervous. Um, and then, you know, because of lockdown and everything, it all feels a bit surreal. It's not the norm. I think if we were going through the normal build-up, it would be more intense. Um, so, but I do have moments, and I have a lot of Melbourne friends that will call me panicking. But you know, the best thing I've had happen to me is Western Bulldogs supporters giving me advice on how to handle the nerves. <laughs> and I'm like, you've been through one more grand final in the last lifetime than I have. You know, like you're, sure it, you did 2016, but that's it. You know, it's like a P plater giving an L plater a driving lesson. <laughs> like they don't, they don't really get it, but. I just remind Melbourne supporters to just relax because what's the worst thing that can happen? Just a loss that will haunt you for the rest of your life. That's it. That's the worst that can possibly happen to you. We had um, we had our resident D's tragic in Jack over here uh, lamenting earlier, Titus, about the Brownlow medal and you, obviously it's well established by yourself and a bunch of other Demon supporters that you could have had Ollie Wines if you just made one slightly different the drafting tump. decision with the yes. with the tump. Yeah, well it's even worse than that because they wanted to you know, Ollie Wines and as well as well known as best mates with Jack Biney. Mm. So, you know, it was like they knew they got along too. And the recruiting department had settled on wines and Mark Neild overruled them. Is that right? So yeah. it's even more horrendous than uh, everything else. So um, thanks for bringing that up. Really <laughs> <appreciate it. laughs> We've got to keep the um, D supporters in check somehow. Um, but oh, you, you know what? You know, it's funny, though, because all this year when Melbourne were going well, it's so true, Melbourne, people would say to me, you know this could all like blow up and go badly. And I was like, oh, you're telling me a Melbourne supporter that something could go badly. Like, I'm very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You're the last man we have to tell. But I, I did put this question to Jack before we went on air. If you had to choose two out of Wines, Oliver and Petrarca, who are you taking in that midfield? Oh, well, I mean, I think the, the, the bizarre thing is that, you know, you can 
I mean, the fun thing of being not like the thing I miss about sitting at the pub is these sort of chats where you you go on for hours on hypotheticals, um, <laughs> and you would say that I would say that Petrarca and Oliver, are, uh, are, I would say Oliver is a better player than Wines, and I'd say Petrarca is a different player, but a player you'd want if you, especially if you've already got an Oliver. So, and that's not to say Wines isn't it, an amazing player. You kind of think if we had Wines. If we had got wines back then and Viney, would we have drafted Oliver? Um, probably not. So you kind of go, you know, it's probably worked out, but not through our own planning. So yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with what we've ended up with either way. I mean, the Brownlow's an odd one. I mean, no, no other. And I think Wines is in the top sort of five players. So it's not, it's not like Shane Woden winning it, but. It's voted by the umpires. I mean, you know, you've watched the umpires. They, they miss everything on the field. So why would they be able to vote for the best player? Well, very, <laughs> very true. true. Uh, now, um, one question I want to ask. Uh, Sergio Paradise, how's he going? Um, is he a bit like you, calm and relaxed and uh, looking forward to the game as well? Well, it's 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 just waves of panic yeah. followed by waves of you convincing yourself of how you can actually win. Yeah. And then... You suddenly, you know, so people will ring up and say to me, oh, I think that, I think that, you know, with the fact we've been in Perth or, you know, I think the fact that this happened once or something and they've, they're coming up with the, you know, and they become more absurd reasons like, <laughs> oh, well, the score in round 15 was the same score we had in round 15 in 1964 when we last won the Premiership. So that's a good sign, isn't it? You're like, oh, well, you've got to hear, you've got to hear, hear Jackson or Smith. Theory oh, as well, yeah, Titus. You've, no, you've probably been, the, you've probably been digging. Oh, I'll give you, I'll give you this one, Titus. Um, this is the third <laughs> time I've said it on this show, though. But um, so Norm Smith um, unfortunately passed away at age 57. Okay, he he died on the 29th of July. So it's been 57 years since Melbourne last won a premiership, and since July 29, Melbourne haven't lost this year. Oh, so, so yeah. Well, the, so the curse is the curse is lifted. Died, basically. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, you've sold me. There you go. <laughs> and he did that's go the, on to say the earth. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that's the most rational uh, reason I've heard this week. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he did follow it with the earthquake was a was a demon rising. So I don't yeah, know. Well, I think we it. he lost us there though. Oh well, we all thought like you know we've had the mouth plague, we've had the pandemic, <laughs> we've got. Um, We've got the earthquake today, so the the odds of the fourth horseman of the apocalypse being Melbourne winning a premiership <laughs> is looking pretty likely, I reckon. Uh, Should they just stop stop the AFL after that? That's the perfect conclusion. That's season finale. Oh, no, I've kind of someone said to me, I oh, you know I want to keep going because someone said, how upset are you that you can't go and actually go to the grand final? And I said, I'm not so worried because if we do win on Saturday and I miss it. On current trends, I just have to wait to twenty-seven eight seventy-eight to watch another one. It's <laughs> <laughs> not long at all. <laughs> hey, Titus, who, uh, so Melbourne win in your eyes, and who wins a Norm Smith, mate? Uh, well, I do. Uh, uh, my honest answer is, I think it's a total flip of a coin of who's going to win because. Unfortunately, I've watched every game of Melbourne this year, or not fortunately, and I've watched every Bulldogs game too, including the two we've played. So anyone that thinks they know, I, I think they're probably wrong. But I think Melbourne are slight edge, and I think, I think it'll be Bond or, or Clayton Oliver, depending on who wins, because, I mean, they're just both in another level compared to every other player out there, I reckon, with a, with a slight nod to Petrarca, because he does some of those exciting things as well. 
does. Hey, look, Titus, thank you so much for giving us some of your time, mate. Um, it's fantastic. I know you're in um, in high need for grand final week because you're such an entertainer, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow night on the front bar, but uh, thank you so much for giving us uh, your time tonight. Oh, Eddie, thanks for distracting me from lockdown and my own company. I actually really appreciate it. So. <laughs> Look out for that brick too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys.